What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Grab the Six podcast. This is episode 24. My name, of course, is Joe Wilson, and joining me is Floyd Bishop. Floyd, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a couple months since our last episode. Yeah. Um, but there's been a bunch of news, surprisingly, like the past couple weeks that we're yeah. going to be going over. Yep. Um, some of which was planned. Some of it was not as planned some of it just uh, happened this week yeah so the most recent thing uh which yeah, let's kick, kick off start that with, one. uh so after all the rumors and years of gta 6 being in development uh we did get confirmation of that by rockstar yep. uh because apparently someone not associated with rockstar was able to get like a beta build of GTA 6, which works very well, and they got a lot of footage of and put it everywhere online, uh, which kind of confirms a couple theories that people had, which was like, where's the next game going to take place? Because now we think it takes place in Vice City based mm-hmm. on some of the like decals and locations and stuff. Um, uh, and then I don't know if it showed multiple protagonists. I know that it definitely showed the new female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Who I don't know if we know her name yet. I don't think we do. I know that she's like the first female GTA protagonist, which that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and she also looks pretty cool as well. Um, yeah. It it was interesting because I don't I don't know if there was like customizable stuff at all in the beta build. Um, but her outfit was a little bit neat because it wasn't really what I was expecting. It was kind of like a dress with like, a lower cut shoulders and stuff. It looked way more like businessy a bit than like I was expecting. I was like, yeah. oh, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. But then again, it could also be the fact that it was an early build, so it wasn't really fully yeah. rendered. Um, mm-hmm. But and, I, and like all the other GTA games, like you can probably change what your clothing is as you play the story mode and stuff. Yeah. But for a base look, pretty good. So. Yeah, I think a, f- a few of the things that about GTA 6 we've already known, like it was going to be in, in Vice City. Uh, there was going to be a female protagonist. Um, and I think like it's going to be have a Bonnie and Clyde feel to it. No, I think so. Not, not Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, what's the other famous robbery robbery duo? Um, oh, I had it on my in the tip of my tongue. Uh, not Bonnie and Clyde. Oh my god, it's gonna kill me if I don't figure this out. The only other one I can think of would be Thelma and Louise, but I don't know there if you, that's it. There you or go. Is that it? I think it's the. Okay. I think it's Thelma and Louise. 
But yeah, I know that a lot of the early like story rumors were like it's gonna be not like as heist focused, which yeah. is kind of interesting. It's gonna go kind of back to like the older games or like you kind of just have a story that you're like a part of in the world with like other characters and stuff, kind of having much more of like a impact on the world and story and everything like that. Which not that GTA five didn't really have that, but heists were definitely a big part of it, seeing how that was sort of what the stories kind of revolved around with all the different characters. Yeah. And everything. But yeah, um yeah, it's so crazy that somehow some kid, because it was uh on uh VGC right now, uh they put out a story saying that uh, apparently it was a 17 year old kid who somehow be- breached uh, Rockstar's security and got all that uh, pre, you know, that beta build of GTA 6 and leaked it to the entire internet. Which, first of all, how? Second of all, a 17 year old kid did this? Like, and of course, obviously the kid's gonna. Definitely catch a catch a couple of cases because yeah. you, you don't do it's a security breach, highly illegal, and uh, I don't. And I think that some some for earlier this week he they had put out a uh, couple of tweets saying I have the GTA five and GTA six source code and all yeah, this that footage and not not saying anything on the benefit of people who want to leak stuff but number one rule is don't just say hey i have your stuff contact me at this number like you're just giving yourself away and kind of turning yourself in a little bit so like don't do that and not that they aren't gonna find you anyway but like yeah they were gonna you just you're kind of just pointing yourself out yeah you just made it easier for them to get to find you so and of course they found them so, mm-hmm. yeah, like, and it sucks because after all the that footage got put out, uh, Rockstar kept getting a bunch of heat because, oh, the game's not finished. It looks like crap. Like, of course it looks like crap. It's not done. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, like, er, uh, later on in the week, we got to see a bunch of other developers show off, like, some of their, you know, non-complete their their games when they weren't yeah, everybody's like, been because the biggest thing which, which i think started as a meme was people were like oh the graphics in this look better than like a finished ubisoft game but then like a bunch of other devs were like graphics are like the last thing that you make because yeah. everything has to work first yeah to then like, look really pretty and shows off like a bunch of different stuff which is like kind of all over the place in terms of like graphical quality and stuff because like sometimes it's just like cutscenes that like don't have the textures on them yet and like other times it's like a game that's like a very early build Mm -hmm. um my favorite still by far is the sea of thieves one they which i think they put out like a couple years ago where they're like this is what it looked like when we first started making the game and everybody's like a giant oval with like drawn on like pencil mustaches and stuff and like really bad pirate hats yeah. and like they don't even have arms but like the dude's just holding up a map that's like maybe a 240p image of an island yeah and they're like we're testing all the mechanics which you do if you're a game developer you want to make sure it works without running into issues yeah like 
you want to make sure that the foundation is actually working before, you know, adding like aesthetic to it. Cause I mean, yeah. I, I barely, I don't know anything about game dev. I've just been learning how to learning programming on my own. And even that then I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I could totally see like that. This is just, they're building the scratch, building the scratch for it. And then worry about making it look nice at, mm-hmm. at later date. Cause yeah. And uh, it's so, so interesting how many Twitter developers there are who never worked on game dev at all in their life. Yeah. But I don't know. It's which it's, brings us to an interesting thing, but I'll bring that up later. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm excited. I think the for most GTA interesting 6. part okay. of it, though, is I don't think it looked bad. Oh, no, no, no. It, like no no one has said like oh this looks bad and it's like oh it's not done yet but it's like yeah but it looks great yeah like and it's not finished yeah and well, like I'm, graphically I'm, it looked really impressive and i'm like this is a beta build holy yeah. crap like that's good yeah just wait till they finish it actually because yeah. i think when they... it first came out too there were people who were like oh this is fake this isn't what they look like and it's like first of all how do you know that yeah. And second of all, I knew him, I knew immediately because there were like untextured like NPC dummies with like different colored arms and like yeah. legs and stuff. And I'm like, you don't fake that. Like you don't no. know that that's a thing that people use for placeholder images of like just this, a stupid dummy, like not yeah. even in like a sit animation. They're just like angled in a chair all weird. Yeah. Like that's what it looks like sometimes. So I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is real. Like, yeah. there's no way this is fake. Yeah, like, because I woke up uh, randomly when it, uh, like, early as hell when it actually leaked, because, you know, the person who leaked it was is in the UK. So, of course, it was early in the morning for us. Um, but, yeah, I looked on Twitter and somebody had said, uh, I guess GTA 6 was trending and they put it out. Oh, yeah, they're early, early build footage is out now. I'm like, oh, wait. It can't be real. It can't be out. Who would leak that? Who would be stupid enough to do that? Apparently some 17-year-old kid from the UK. But yeah, it was like, oh, oh, this is, oh, this is real. Ooh. Because when it first came out, uh, there were, I believe, like 40 videos or something like that. Which again, I don't know if that was all from the same person or like he got access and like copy pasted it to like other people like hey go get this thing and like they all yeah. recorded their own stuff but uh yeah there's a lot of information out there which is very interesting yeah it is well i'm i hope i hope it still ends up being a great game cuz i mean it's rockstar so they rarely put out bad games but I am still excited for GTA six whenever the hell it decides does end up coming out. I am still upset with the fact that we're not getting uh red dead redemption or two remastered on the PS five or PS five and Xbox uh, series X or um, GTA four. Cause you know, it sucks that they're stuck on, you know, two generations ago, but Mm. it is what it is. But yeah, whenever GTA Six comes out, I'm gonna play the hell out of it because I like Grand Theft Auto. Um, anyway, that's pretty much all I had for for this story. Uh, 
You want to move on to the uh, next one? So the interesting thing about what well, we brought up, like Twitter game devs and stuff, is there's also a lot of YouTubers who do very similar things where they don't really play games or they play games and then think they know how to make games. Yeah. And that's interesting because this week, Video Game Donkey announced that he's making a publishing company for oh, yeah, games. I've seen that. Yeah. And Which... everybody was upset at him for like, 20 minutes because they're like oh you don't know like games that are good like you do blah 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 but it's like on the one hand i actually think it's a pretty good idea on his end because there's a lot of times where he's played like kind of obscure stuff or like Mm -hmm. talks about games like it just look at like any of the times he does like his favorite games of the year um aside from super mario 2 uh but uh Basically, anytime he goes into games that, like he's played, there's probably going to be one or two that you might not have heard of yeah. that came out that year. And like the way that he talks about them is really good because he does get a lot of that stuff that yeah. you can kind of see. It was like what he likes, what he doesn't like, stuff like that. Yeah. But I looked on their website just because I was curious because uh, I don't think there's any games yet that they've announced. Um, but basically, there's an application form which you can fill out. You give a brief little bit about like yourself, about like your company, about the game you're working on. And then like basically what you would need help with funding wise for your game, like development, publicity, stuff like that. Um, But the other reason I think it's a really good idea is because uh, he's not necessarily the developer. And the really interesting thing that I liked about his website is they're looking to publish any games that he thinks are, or they think are really fun, really unique, and like a bunch of other categories, which if you've looked at the indie scene in the past decade, a lot of the very big titles that have come out fit all of those categories, like Shovel Knight, pretty popular, pretty yeah. fun, like not as big of a deal as like a GTA 6 title. But, yeah. like, it's still a pretty good game. Yeah. Same with, like, a bunch of other obscure stuff that, like, with Game Pass now, that's another way for people to get out there. Like, Cuphead, that was yep. a big thing that they did. And yep. Cuphead is really good. Yep. Um, and it's so on it's everything cool now. See, yeah. And it's cool to see, like, another way that indie games can, like, kind of get out there. And mm-hmm. then I know that with Donkey's Eye especially, like, he likes stuff that's a bit more obscure. Because he looks for stuff mostly that's fun. Yeah. Over like anything else. Yeah. Especially because. Really good for an indie game scene. Yeah. Like having somebody with his, you know, lack of a better phrase, his clout, he's got a large internet following. So anything that he puts his hands on or showcases to his audience, it's going to bring numbers to that, Mm -hmm. to that game. So yeah, having like oh yeah, a YouTuber is has their own publishing uh site. That's awesome. Why not? Especially for indie games that might not uh get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, I'm all for that cuz mm. the indie scene is vibrant right now and having cuz there aren't a whole, whole lot of like big developers or big publishers for indies. The main one that I can think of is Devolver. Devolver. So having another one, another one that 
knows, can understand what a good title would be that, oh yeah, this game deserves uh, more recognition and the fact that it's not getting in it is a crime. And with Donkey deciding, yeah, let's open up our own publishing uh, studio. Let's give these people uh, the attention they deserve. I'm all for it because why not? Yeah. And, and like, he covers everything, too, from, like, all across the board. Like, he plays, like, big games that come out and, like, usually gives, like, a little review on them. Uh, but also does, as well, cover, like, a bunch of indie games. as yeah. which is, And even games that have, like, been out for a long time that, like, people may not know about. Like, I remember he made a video, like, probably a couple years ago about, like, a JRPG that, like, I've never heard of. Mm. But, like, watching him play it, I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool and stuff. So, like, that's just another way to kind of, like, get people interested where it's like, oh, this does look cool. And then you go try it out for yourself. And then from there, maybe you, like, find a company that has, like, a bunch of other games like that that they've made that are also really fun and, like, right up your alley and stuff. Yeah. So. It's, it's just giving eyes to people who deserve it. So I'm all for it. Um see the next story we can talk about there was a nintendo direct that happened what a week ago Mm -hmm. uh, as of recording uh i'm gonna be completely honest i didn't watch a lot of it i didn't really care for it because i'm not a big nintendo guy not anymore uh but i will say highlights for me for sure uh one we're getting a pikmin 4 Mm -hmm. which i know a lot of people love pikmin it's not my jam, but hey, it's a sequel to a beloved franchise. Why not? Um, Fire Emblem is getting a new entry, which I did not think was coming out this soon. But hey, you know what? Why not? I like Fire Emblem. Well, I like Three Houses. And uh, this uh, Fire Emblem Engage comes out in January. So... I'll keep an eye on it. Will I actually buy it? I don't know. Uh, Octopath Traveler is getting a sequel, which I really enjoyed. Um, Octopath Traveler. I played it for like, I don't know, like t- 10 hours, maybe. Pretty much, I got all eight of the main characters. Uh, I tried to do like at least one or two chapters of each person. But the one thing that kind of bummed me out was. Uh, you don't really get any like interaction between different characters. That's one of the reasons why I, I like JRPGs is because it's you have banter all the going, banter, yeah, yeah, all the banter between each character, like talking about things that they're going through at the time or things that just happened or stuff like that. And it, I didn't really get there wasn't any much or any of that that I saw, so I kind of gave up on it. But um, hey. It's getting a sequel. Um, that's awesome. Why not? Uh, Bayonetta 3 is coming out in October. Or, yeah, in October 28th. Which, I should probably play the Bayonetta games. I mean, I, I have the first one. I should probably play it and play it too. Even though it's on, on Switch. But hey, it's on Switch, so I can definitely play it. Um, Nintendo, or the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack is getting more games mario party mario party 2 3 
Pokemon Stadium, Stadium Two, uh, 1080 snowboarding, snowboarding. Uh, oh, I can't talk. 1080 snowboarding, Excitebyte 64, and you know this tiny obscure game that probably nobody's ever heard of, uh, GoldenEye 007. That's for some reason coming onto the console, onto the service, which, um. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII is reunion's going to be on uh, the Switch, which mm-hmm. how? Because I mean, I know that they do like cloud streaming for like bigger titles like that, but is it really going to work? I don't. I because I know they did that with like Kingdom Hearts three. Was it three that they put on Switch? I think so. They've done it with like a couple other games too, I think, but I'm not familiar with those. Yeah, like if you're gonna play like a giant game like that, you should just play it on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation. Let's be real. Um, uh, Mario Kart Eight's getting more uh, tracks. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports is getting uh, some. Uh, it is getting golf added to it, so. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming with and also DLC. Splatoon 3's uh Splatfest happened again. Why are they? Uh, I, Resident Evil Village is coming to Switch, which again, why would you play it on Switch? We could play it on a higher, uh, more powerful uh, piece of hardware. Uh, it takes two is going going to switch. Tunic's going to switch, and well, the main one that I really gave a shit about, uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. It actually has a name, and we actually know when it's coming out. May or yeah, May twenty third, twelfth. I don't know, in the first half of May, which yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy it because. While I, I w- I'm not the biggest fan of Breath of the Wild, I, I it's a Zelda game. I I do want to I want to I want to see what happens. So, so here's the thing with Breath of the Wild. Go for it. It's a good game. Yes. All the mechanics, I think, for the most part, are great. Mm-hmm. Only thing that could probably use a little bit of tuning, and again, that's the other thing too, which is the main thing I'm excited for in this game is. I think the first game had a a bunch of, I don't really want to say problems, but it had a bunch of things that people kind of had as like pet peeves with the game. Like the big thing was like, oh, weapons break really fast. That's kind of lame. Like it could fix that in this game, which I think they probably will. People mentioned in last game, oh, there's not really many dungeons to like go do and like do puzzles and stuff like the traditional Zelda games, which in this game, based on the mural, there's nine things that you have to go collect. I wonder where those will be probably in a dungeon or something or tied to a boss. You have to go fight or something like that. Uh, But the main thing I really want them to do, and I think they are based on the stuff we've seen is I really want them to bring back the magic system. Yes. That the other games have had because breath of the wild was kind of just use your four things whenever you can or your item. And that was really it. Whereas in the other games, like you have a bunch of different items that all use like magic for different things. And you have a bar for that, almost like a stamina meter. And then if you're out of mana, can't use magic. 
hit him with your sword. Which was kind of the only thing that Breath of the Wild didn't have. Yeah. But also didn't really have that much magic stuff. Because it was, it was all tied to items. Yeah. You could get like the frost like wand, but like you just attacked with it and it'd be like frost blast or stuff like yeah. that. Whereas the other games, that was usually an item that you just use for whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, a bunch of Zelda fans, they do what they do. They start theorizing like, oh, how can I connect this thing to this game and this thing, this thing? One of the main ones is like, it's going to be somehow tied to Twilight Princess because I guess you're collecting tears, which are, you know, a uh, big thing in Zelda games, especially in the uh, in the child timeline. How you know, uh, the Sheikah have that little tear that co- uh, on the little Sheikah emblem. You have mm-hmm. the tear on it, and in Twilight Princess, when you're uh, trying to restore the light to uh, different areas, you collect uh, little tears as a wolf. So, and in several uh, other videos that we've seen on uh, Tears of the Kingdom, there are tears. I mean, hell, it's literally in the name. So, I'm I'm curious as to where they're going to take it. Because, again, while I'm not the biggest fan of Breath of the Wild, I really don't like the weapon degradation. I don't like that it wasn't as... um we didn't have many dungeons, even though you could you could say that the uh, the shrines acted as mini dungeons and puzzles. Uh, it it didn't feel as it didn't hit as well as another yeah. Zelda game would do would have hit. Like like where's my Dodongo Cavern? For yeah, you? exactly. Uh, I why did I forget the name of the game? Uh, for Ocarina you, of Ocarina of Time fans. Or like a Dragon Tail Island from Wind Waker. Yeah. Or I, like a lot of the other ones. Yeah. And, but I do uh, appreciate the fact that they tried to do something different with the Zelda form. Yeah. That's always, you know, why. And even then, like a lot of the stuff they kind of had, like all yeah. of the different uh, divine beasts had a theme when yeah. you went in them that was kind of like a dungeon puzzle yeah. thing. Yeah, like definitely. the elephant was like water themed, and like the yep. lizard was fire, and like the other one was air, and the other one was lightning. Yeah, um, kind of weird they didn't have a cold one, but you know, maybe yeah. for the next game there'll be divine beast number five or something. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm excited because again, more Zelda is always good. I mean, hell, I'm wearing a Zelda shirt. I read mm-hmm. as we're recording, so. Yeah, I'm always here for more Zelda. But god yeah. damn it, Nintendo. Put Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on Switch for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they're not gonna Yeah, that was it. that was one of the other quote unquote leaks for the direct is they were like there's gonna be a direct in the middle of September and they're gonna announce that Wind Waker's on the Switch and so is Twilight Princess. And everybody's like <gasps> And then they're like, oh, that's probably not going to happen. And then Nintendo actually did announce a direct that week. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to happen. And then it didn't. Yeah. And yeah. It was like, darn. But we did get uh, Tears of the Kingdom, the actual name. So yeah. that's a positive. Speaking of leaks, I don't know if you've heard, th- followed this story. 
but apparently there's there was this uh, YouTuber who was leaking uh, Ubisoft details after he signed an NDA. Yeah. So yeah, there's this. There was this, for which every- having been under NDA before is a very big no no. You don't yeah. want to do that. For people who don't know, there was this uh, this in this quote unquote insider on Twitter that was putting out um, like different information on different Ubisoft games that were being announced. Uh, they went by the real insider on Twitter, and uh, each week, like they would put out, uh, say a uh, Ubisoft uh, Assassin's Creed was getting their. Um, they were announcing a mirage and right before, like probably a couple of days before the actual, before the press conference actually went through, they would put out, Oh, this is the game title. This is what they're doing. This is this, 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 yeah, all stuff that you don't want to do. Cause again, you signed an NDA, which means you don't they're giving le- you this information on purpose. It's because not an accident. We, yeah, because we trust you enough to, you know, have this information to, you know, not leak to the pe- to the public. That's why it's called a non-disclosure agreement. And when you break those, there are severe consequences. Case mm-hmm. in point, some people get sued because, again, the video game industry is very secretive. But also, it's like, why are you going to ruin all this hard work that that this company is showing uh, putting in? By just, oh, yeah, this is just random information that uh, Ubisoft has actually given me. So I'm going to share it with the world, even though, you know, what are they going to do? Fake some information to actually say that, oh, this is definitely this guy did it, which is exactly what happened. They gave him false information and they narrowed it down to who exactly it was. So, yeah, this guy ended up deleting deleting his Twitter, deleting his insider Twitter. And I think. Um, uh, ruined. He basically did it all for the internet clout. Which, come on, man, Twitter is not a real thing. Nobody cares about your Twitter followers. If you really care about that, like, come on. I I don't get it. I don't understand why anybody would want to just not only break NDAs but break trust of bigger developers or publishers or any other PR because it it makes you look like an asshole and nobody's going to want to give you anything. Nobody's going to want to work with you. Nobody's going to want to hear what you have to say because, oh, you broke your legally bound contract with this, with this publisher. Nobody ever is going to want to work with you at all because you're just going to have that stain on you, which is why there are so many other reputable companies that actually uh, excuse me that actually stick to their morals and hey they gave us this embargo date let's stick to embargo and not screw over that relationship so that we can work with them in the future but the other thing too is a lot of companies will talk to each other even if they're not like buddy buddy they'll be like hey this person leaked nda stuff don't work with them and they mm-hmm. have like a blacklist for mm-hmm. the industry mm-hmm. across everyone, and they know who's up to what, and know who to trust and stuff like that. Yeah, 
like another big thing recently was Street Fighter Six. There's a bunch of people who played the game already and they were able to record footage and stuff. But like that was invite only. They don't yeah. just have it like, hey guys, come to the booth, which they did at Game Awards, granted. Yeah. But that was also because it was the first time it came out. It's yeah. like a big event that a lot of people were at. Yeah. And it like just got announced, essentially. Yeah. Um but other than that, like they've had a lot of events that people will play the game at. And yeah. they can't tell you everything. And when when and that's part of the contract too. Like when you're going into it, you know what to kind of expect. Like you may not know what exactly you're there for, but then once you get there, they'll be like, "All right, you're here to play whatever. You can record this stuff. If you have questions, ask us whatever you want. You can talk about like blah blah blah. Like you can go over whatever you want, just as long as it's on the list. Yep. And that's basically it. And it's yep. that easy. And somehow people fuck it up. <laughs> so. Yep. All again, it's all for the internet clout. That's all they do it for. And you know, come on, like seriously, Twitter's not a real place. Ugh. Anyway, leave. Get going off of the other people trying to get uh, get internet clout. Let's talk about Sony, and they're well, they've done a lot of bullshit in the past. And currently, like, raising their prices for the PS5, which, again, why? Why? But, anyway, Sony had a PlayStation State of Play the same day that the Nintendo Direct came out. Mm -hmm. um, did you watch much of it? Or I, wa I watched, like, probably the last two-thirds of it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I kind of forgot it came out, and then I, like, started to watch it on, like, a stream. And then I was like, I'm just gonna watch this on my own. Yep. And then like boot it up. And I think like the first thing I saw that got announced is they're doing the Yakuza game that's like samurai themed. Yeah. Uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it's a, it's called uh actually actually it's called Like a Dragon now. That's the entire series. Mm -hmm. They've changed it in the in the West to be what they call it in the East. So it's no longer Yakuza or Yakuza, my bad. Uh, after Yakuza Like a Dragon, they stopped calling it Yakuza, and it's now Like a Dragon, uh, which I will talk about later because I've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon and Lost Judgment. Um, but yeah, uh, what's it called? Like a Dragon I I Ishin, uh is, I think it's a remake of either a remake or a remaster. Because it was released in the. I know it was a game that like came out, I think, exclusively in Japan. Yes. And then but, they're like redoing it and it's going to be available everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So. Which I'm totally down for it. It's in, it's in like the Like a Dragon universe, but it's, you know, Feudal Japan. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of other Feudal Japan games, there's another one that's coming out. Uh, that they announced. I forget. I forgot exactly what it was called. Uh, I, I did too because it also came out with a demo, which I haven't played yet, but it looks really good. It's by the oh, same yeah, people it, who made Neo. Yeah, uh, Team Ninja uh, announced open world samurai game called Rise of the Ronin. So, and it's coming out in 2024. Which, when they first showed it off, I for a second thought it was going to be Ghost of Tsushima 2. Yeah, on I mainland Japan. Yeah. It's like after everything in the main game where like you're kind of hiding out and everything. But, but hey, 
two open world Japanese uh, samurai games, count me in because mm-hmm. who doesn't like samurais? Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, we also got uh, some updates for Hogwarts Legacy. Um, uh, we got up. We got updates on PlayStation Stars, which is the loyalty program that that Sony's doing. Mm-hmm. Which you're get you're able to get, uh, like collectibles. Collectibles in I guess they're not NFTs, guys. We're we're really serious. They're not NFTs. Yeah, that was the thing that was a little weird because it's like, can everybody get these, or is it like I'm the only one with like the PlayStation One? thing on my account and it's yeah. like this whatever yeah it, it was weird um another game that that i saw that i'm like really interested in because it has a fucking awesome name uh stellar blade uh i think it's it was that project eve game that we saw probably mm-hmm. a couple of months ago uh but yeah they've given it a new name and it's they gave, put out a a gameplay trailer and it looked dope. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely ex- interested in that. Um, I think we also got another Yakuza or Yakuza. God, uh, another like a dragon game. Um, I forget exactly what it was called, but it's after towards after uh, the events of uh, Like a Dragon Six, where it's basically. Uh, Kiryu having me do a couple of uh, he's in that uh, I gotta hold on let me look that up like a dragon Gaiden is what I think it's called yeah like a dragon Gaiden the man who erased his name um, it shows uh, Kiryu's story between uh, six and eight. Speaking of, we got Like a Dragon eight getting announced, which yay, because I like. Uh, I really do did enjoy uh, Like a Dragon with uh, uh, Ichiban, and then that little little teaser that we got of both uh, Kiryu and Ichiban was like awesome but also god Kiryu looks old because his hair's all mm-hmm. gray and shit it's like come on yeah. this man's in his 60s let him let him be but yeah we get uh but hell i'm still interested i think it's still gonna be a turn-based rpg which i mean for some people it'll be a turn-off but i liked uh uh, I know with uh, like a dragon, they did just like a test almost to yeah. see like if people liked it, and it was really good. So they're gonna keep with that, I think. Yeah. So I'm I'm totally excited for it. Um, they also it started off the show with uh, Tekken Eight actually getting an official mm-hmm. announcement, which I know a lot of people are really big fans of Tekken. So hey, more fighting games. Where the fuck uh, are you, Motor Combat? We got we got Tekken, we got uh, Street Fighter coming. Come on, Ed Boon, where's an update for Mortal Kombat? We need a new one. 
or at least injustice or something. Something. Y'all haven't been working. You what? It's been what? Three, four years? Y'all have to have something. Anyways. And then yes, I am very much avoiding the last one big thing that they talked about. We got more story updates and another gameplay trailer for God of War Ragnarok, which God, it looks so good. I can't wait. I want it now. I have a theory about the game after the newest trailer. Okay. Which is interesting. So the way that Norse mythology typically works is Loki is an ass. So they like basically imprison him and like time to a rock or something. And his wife at the time, I think he has like multiple based on North mythology, like his most recent wife, like accompanies him and like holds his head or something. So like he doesn't die or something like that. Mm. And he's basically trapped like that till Ragnarok. When we meet Tyr, he is locked up and imprisoned for, we don't know what, but that doesn't usually happen to him in Norse mythology. So what I think might happen is that Tyr is dead, like already. Because that just makes sense because Odin doesn't like him because he doesn't like the giants. Yeah. And he knows his relationship to like all these different people. And I think that knowing who Loki is, aka the boy he probably remembers that. And if he wants to get out, he can shapeshift like he does all the time in mythology into the guy that they need to rescue to help save the day. Hmm. And that he's going to be in disguise like the whole time. And it's going to be like a reveal of like, he's adult Atreus or something, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we will, because there's supposed to be some time travel stuff going on. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some new trailer looks really funky with how stuff works. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot of parts they showed where you don't have uh, Mimir on your uh, like on your hip. And I'm like, please don't let him die. Like, just make it like you don't have him in the game yet. Like, that's why. But. I, I'm just hoping that he he's okay because yeah, yeah, he was easily one of my favorite characters in the game, in uh, God of War. Uh, excuse me. I will say though, but God, I should not have drank that monster. Anyways, one of the hardest bars that I've ever heard in a game, when Kratos says, "Death can have me when it earns me." My God, because let's be real. In God of War 1, he gets killed and crawls his ass out of the underworld. In God of War 2, he gets impaled by Zeus and crawls his ass out of the underworld. In 3, he goes to the River Styx and again, crawls his ass out of the underworld. Like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I don't care. It comes out in two months. The two months needs to hurry up yeah. and get here because I want that game now. But yeah. we got to wait for that. So I, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do because I have class that day. And I'm <laughs> upset because it's on a Wednesday. Yeah. I think but. there something else is supposed to come out that 
or not that day, but like, oh, Skull and Bones is supposed to come out like within that same area uh, time frame. Like, oh, Ubisoft, why? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's very unfortunate for them. Between that, Sonic and Pokemon. So interesting release date area, but we'll have to see how that pans out. Yeah, it's. Uh, Ubisoft, you're sending your game out to die. Unfortunately, but what can you do? Uh, anyways, let's go ahead and move on to what we've been playing. Since I talked about it earlier, I've been playing some of the uh, Yakuza games or Like a Dragon games. I don't, I don't know whether we should keep saying Yakuza or Like a Dragon, so I'm just going to call them Like a Dragon now. Um, I'm in the process. Uh, well, actually, I just finished uh, Lost Judgment um, probably a few days ago. Um, it's in the Like a Dragon uh, universe. Um, it's I don't know exactly when it's set, but um, I know I talked about it in previous episodes, uh, or at least the first one. It is a it is a you know, crime drama. Uh, you're take you're take you're bleh, man. I cannot talk. You're playing as uh this detective Yagami who was a, formerly a, a lawyer, but gave up that after um it's found out after he gets his one of his clients off of a murder charge that um. After after he gets his client off the murder charge, he's his girlfriend is found dead with multiple stab stab wounds, and his house is lit on, lit on fire or apartment, and the guy's in you know pretty much bloodied up. Uh, so that's the course of the first game, and I'm not gonna spoil it because play it because it is an incredible it is an incredible story. If you love the Like a Dragon's games in general or are interested in, in them or in, interested in detective stories or crime dramas or anything like that, please play Judgment. At least the first one. If not the first one, uh, you could play uh, Lost Judgment, which came out, I think it was last year when it came out. Um, and this is, you know, a sequel, obviously. Um, in this case, major case that you're taking the, you're taking, um, there's this guy, this former cop who's been, um, found guilty of, uh, sexual harassment, basically. Uh, um, after he gets that guilty verdict, he reveals that in, in another town, in this abandoned warehouse, there's a body of a of some student teacher who was involved in bullying, uh, and he bullied his son to the point where the son commits suicide. And basically, that cop is trying to uh, one show a mockery of the their legal system, how he. 
yeah, show a mockery of the legal system by getting himself convicted for one crime and getting away with murder. Um, and again, it has a bunch of twists and turns of how how is this connected? Is this? Uh, I don't want to say much more, but it is. It was one of the one of the best games that I played that over the or best stories that I've played in a few in a few years. Because man, I I know that I gave up with it for probably a couple of months, but recently I was like, you know what? I want to get back to this because I was enthralled with the story, and you know the gameplay is fun. So I figured, screw it, I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right back in. I think I was like halfway through. I played the other half in the past week or so. Oh my god, it is so good. I highly recommend either Judgment Games because you are going to go on a ride. And um, also in, you know, the uh, the Like a Dragon series, I've been replaying uh, Like a Dragon or Yakuza Like a Dragon mm-hmm. with Ichiban and, you know, Ichiban, Adachi, Namba, and all of that char- cast of characters because I, I, I was... I just felt like playing it again. Am I going to try to platinum it? Maybe. I just wanted to do a new game plus run because why not? Um, and I have started uh, uh, Yakuza 0 because I don't know. Why not? Uh, and I think a couple of other games that... oh. There's another story that I forgot to mention, but I'll save that for for the last game that I'm I'm I'll talk about. But uh last month I actually went on a trip to Atlanta and on my vacation, uh-huh. uh this little indie called Cult of the Lamb came out. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't want to play it. I, I didn't want to double dip because you know I I bought it on PlayStation. I'll play it when I get home. But uh, the week that it came out, a lot of people were giving it rave reviews and saying, oh, this yeah. game is so cool. And I, I, I double dipped, so I bought it on Switch. And my God, this game is awesome. Um, for those that don't, know, that don't know, you're playing as this cute little lamb, and you're basically building a cult. Huh, it's mm-hmm. in the name. Um, it's very Stardew Valley-ish in the your cult building aspect where you're, you know, farming, picking crops, or uh Yeah, it's described resources. as like Animal Crossing like as yes. well, like that, where it's like managing your citizens and yep. like taking care of your camp and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you can also just murder people because yeah. why not? It's a cult. You can do yeah. that if you want to. You're the leader. Exactly. You can marry anybody that you want as well, because again, it's a cult. Why not? Um, and then on top of that, there's the dungeon crawling aspect, which is also uh, fun. It's not. It's not def- difficult. It's kind of Hades, and it is roguelike, you know, in some aspects, but it's not incredibly difficult. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I have gotten stuck in on this dungeon that I'm on, I think I'm on the the fourth one, but 
yeah, I this is definitely in in the front runner runner for my game of the year so far. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it for anybody who's at least remotely interested. I mean, you're a plant, you're a lamb who's building a cult. Like it, come on. It's that, you know, just juxtaposition is definitely one of the reasons why I was interested in general. Um, and yeah, like give it a shot. I think it's like 25, 30 bucks, maybe. Why not? Um, Plus, you're helping a good, you're helping a dope indie game. We were talking about this earlier. Indie games need to be uh, are thriving, so might as well support dope indie mm-hmm. games. Um, and then lastly, for me, uh, I started up Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, this was before Cyberpunk started getting their resurgence after the anime uh, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners came out. Which I did start. I think I'm like halfway through it. I highly recommend it. Um, if you've played some Cyberpunk 2077, you will see little Easter eggs to like different areas in in the universe. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the show's dope. It's made is uh, made by Studio Trigger, which they've made. Uh, they did an episode of Star Wars, uh, the animated show that they did. Um, mm. They've done Gordon Logan, even though it was under a different studio name. It's still that team that did it. They've done Kill a Kill. Um, they're Promane, I think is what it's called. They've done a, a couple of dope shows and they have such a great art style that I, anytime they put something out, I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to watch it. Um, but yeah, that's Cyberpunk Ed, Edge Runners. If you're interested in it, watch it. If you like, you know, if you're interested in a new anime that's, you know, getting rave reviews, check it out. Uh, but yeah, before that, before all that, I started up playing Cyberpunk 2077 again because, uh, you know, it got that P- free PS5 update. Um, they announced that they're going to get they're putting out the expansion for it in a couple of months, I believe, Either yes. in a couple of months or next year. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's supposed to come out next year. Let me double check the name. I think it's Phantom Liberty. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I uh, I was yeah, just Phantom Liberty, and it's coming next year. Awesome, and I think it's free. I think I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I it's I liked, even though I used I did shit on it a lot. Uh, in the past couple of years, I did enjoy my time with it. I, I mean, I ended up beating it on PS4. So, um, even though you know it was a broken mess, I did end up playing it on PS5. So when we got the PS5, I got the PS5 update. I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll play it. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it again. Um, I'm trying to do. I am trying to actually platinum this this time but i'm taking my time with it because there's there's a lot that you got to do um like doing all the side quests and the gigs the uh other jobs trying to help uh all the fixers and trying trying to collect just trying to do everything is what i'm doing um but 
Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Also, I really do like the compared to the male voice to the female voice. I do like the female voice a little more because it it doesn't feel it feels more not not grounded, but I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a, more attached to that that one rather than playing as the guy. But that's just me. Um, oh, and also I've been playing NBA 2K23 because uh, it's I play 2K every year. Um, I I was one of the suckers who ended up dropping 150 dollars on it, uh, mostly because uh, for this version of the you know mo- high end ver- uh, version of the game, it comes with a year subscription to NBA League Pass, and I don't know if it's they're actually doing it anymore, but I know for pre-orders you could do that. I, I just wanted a League Pass. I'll be honest. Um, there is some fuckery with the with VC, the virtual currency, where it'll cost. There have been people who've said that, oh, if you're gonna make a build, you're gonna have to draw or to completely deck max out your char- character, your build. It's going to cost in game 400,000 VC, which I bought the game and I, you get, when you get a pre, the, you pre order the $100 version of the game, you get a hundred, a hundred thousand, uh, virtual currency to add to your character. Usually that'll get you up to like at least an 80 so that you're competent in whether it's, uh, the park or, in you know the actual NBA career game, uh, in your NBA career, I got up to a, like a seventy-five, and not only that, it's a lot harder to actually sh- shoot because in order to actually make a jump shot, yeah, the you have this little meter that fills up. You have to actually get it to where it's this tiny little green bar. You have to green it every time in order to get an actual jump shot which is bullshit because you know it's all about timing which if you don't have great timing you're gonna miss every shot you take um uh, yeah it's it's a lot of fuckery because yeah i i don't know how much of a fuss is being made about it i know that some uh of the community have been making noise about it but i don't know if you know, 2K is actually going to do anything about it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much everything that I've been playing in the past month or so. So yeah, what I've also you, been Floyd? playing cyberpunk recently. I, I started up a new playthrough as a new character, um, playing as a dude this time. Uh, and, uh, I forget what level I am right now. Cause I upon replaying it, I kind of forgot how the leveling works because I forgot that the different areas are level based, but it doesn't say that specifically. Uh, so like, like you, like you have yeah, to like be you want to stay the north part of the city for a while until yeah. you like start to go to like Japantown to the east, but yeah. like anything in like the city center is like very hard to even like damage or kill an enemy. Yeah. And usually when I, even like the little things where it's like, there's a crime nearby and there's like four dudes, like 
because I'm playing on hard as well. I'll uh, just like one shot you with like a pistol, and it's like, well, can't do this. And then you just like go do something else, and like had to figure out like what to kind of do for like XP and stuff. Um, but I also forgot how easy it is to make money in this game because you can just like hack a telephone pole. Hey, here's like five hundred dollars, and it's like okay. So, uh, basically, like really early on, like I got the one perk that like when you max it out, like you get a hundred percent more currency from that stuff, yep. just because it's everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I have like a lot of money already, but. I know they also added like new houses and stuff you can buy, which yeah. I haven't tried yet, but I think they're all based on houses from the anime that different characters have. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Uh, I know that two of them are at least from, I that. think that the uh, different apartments that they put in was on the 1.5 um, update. I think and they added a couple more. Yeah. But yeah, there are different uh, apartments that you can rent with or you can get uh, across the city. So like mm -hmm. if you're in one area, you can rather than just all all the time having to go back to Chinatown in order to get to your apartment, you can go to. Yeah, there's like one in each district now. Yeah. So kind of nice. Um, and I think in the 1.6 update is when they put uh, some edge runners stuff. Yeah, and I think in the on the modding community, they've been putting a bunch of edge runner stuff on there. Yeah, they've been putting which, like everything, which I I'm not surprised by at all because it shows very good. Yeah, so I'm all for it. Is yeah. CD Projekt Red actually getting goodwill mm -hmm. again? Who knows? Well, in 1.6, they also had other stuff that wasn't like just from the show. Like mm -hmm. they added like six new weapons, which are interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh. Each one, you can kind of get them like, from vendors and stuff. Uh, but there's like a new power assault rifle, which is pretty cool because it's like a DMR, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, there's like an automatic like heavy machine gun. Uh, they added like, a very heavy-duty sniper, mm -hmm. and the sniper in the game already was kind of like that. Yeah. But this one is like even beefier, which is kind of cool. Um, they added an SMG pistol, which is kind of cool because uh, it's very tiny. It's like a little dinky thing, uh, but it's a tech weapon that when you're basically hip firing it, it's like burst. If you ADS while uh, shooting, the burst is like very fast, like almost instant. And if you hold it up and if you charge it, you can basically fire full auto. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. Um, and then they also added like a new shotgun, which uh, I think it's the Vostok or something like that, which is uh, got like a giant sight on the front and it's like an assault shotgun. So it's got like a giant like clip underneath it. That's like mm. very good damage wise and everything. Um, and then I think there's a new smart pistol, which I haven't really used. I don't really use the smart weapons a lot. Yeah, um, I don't either. And then there's like, I think one or two other items, but they also added like more melee stuff as well. Like there's two different types of knives. Now you can also get the punk knife and uh, one that's like toxic, which is kind of mm. cool, um, which is very fun if you're playing stealth and like to throw the knives, which is what I do a lot because they're really good now. Uh, 
Yeah, now. And then, well, the way it worked initially was you'd throw your knife and then you had to go pick it back up like an item on the floor, which oh, sucked every you time serious? you threw it. But then they buffed them a while back where you can throw it and then now they're on a timer where they just automatically get it back. Yeah, yeah. And I the thought- new and the new knives you that they put out are like stronger, but it's like a six second cooldown. But oh, the okay. pump knife and stuff, uh, it doesn't do like as much damage for like a crit multiplier on a headshot, mm-hmm. but you get it back in like three seconds. Oh okay. so it's 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 pretty quick. Yeah. Um yeah, I I actually unlocked that uh that skill not too long ago, and it that one of the things did that did bother me was I throw it and uh, you gotta wait six seconds for it to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. at least it comes back instead of having yeah. to go grab it. But come on. Well, the thing that sucked before is you had to, you needed to have like a bunch of knives on you and then yeah. like throw it. All right, put the new one out. All right, throw that. All right, next one. Yeah, which I guess is more realistic, but it's also not. It's a video game. Come go on. grab your knives, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they also added like a couple new like melee weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a chain sword, which reminds me of uh, I forget what it is from Fallout, the Ripper or something like that. Oh yeah, I know. They I have something know very similar like that, where it's like a chainsaw club. Yeah, yeah. With it's basically the same thing. Uh, and then they have like a machete now, which is like much like longer bladed weapon because mm. the only other thing was really katanas yeah um granted the katanas then, are cool but yeah and they're very good and strong yeah. uh i still really wish they added like a kunai or something yeah. like that <laughs> get your full-on uh, haven't done that yet. yeah um but yeah it's th- it's pretty good yeah i think they also added a trans transmog they did add that too so, so now you in in your area you had like your stash which is where you put like weapons and items and stuff and you had like a closet which didn't do anything for a while but no. now basically whenever you pick up an item you don't even need to save it if you've picked it up at all it's just like in your collection tab yep so like anything you have ever found and like put in your inventory you can just like equip for whatever so yeah. you don't put so- on like any hat you found, any face piece, any like outer or inner wear for like your jacket, any pants, any shoes. And there's a lot of fashion in cyberpunk as well. Like there's a lot of items you can get. So yeah. you can make your character look like really cool if you want yeah. to. So basically you can just have, you can save your whatever outfit you want and you're just going to keep that, but you can just add other, like, like you said, a hat, glasses, outerwear, innerwear uh shoes pants whatever you want and it just stays at that uh uh, always look like that which is great so yeah i'm totally in for it i'm i like that a lot because i have this badass outfit i want to keep that i don't want to have to uh switch to some other ugly jacket that doesn't look as cool or uh you know having a I mean, or have to constantly have to upgrade it so that way it still it keeps up with my current level, and also I'm using up all my resources rather than mm-hmm. oh this is the look that I have I'm gonna keep that, and I can just put out different uh, yeah. equ- uh equip different pieces of equipment, and your armor is still gonna go up. Yeah, I'm I'm all for that. What that was a thing in older CR uh, computer RPGs, right? I think so. 
I know so, that's like a big like MMO thing as well. Yeah. With like all those games, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. kind of been around for a while, so yeah. it's neat to see them have yeah. that and it works and it's yeah. good. So definitely. But uh what else have we been playing? That's really been it, honestly. Um I've been playing that and uh I haven't played much of it yet because it literally came out like Wednesday. Mm. Uh or it might have been yesterday. I think it was yesterday actually. But uh Slime Rancher 2 came out in oh, early access. Yeah. And it is on Game Pass, so that's how I've been playing it, and so far it's great. Oh, it's on Game Pass. You should have it. It's literally $15 a month. Get Game Pass. You can play anywhere. Anyway. But yeah, um, I should probably... Well, no, my Xbox is in the living room and I don't feel like playing it. Um, but I do. I should check that out. Um, and then, and then all, you know, again, all the Yakuza games are on Game Pass, so you literally have no excuse. Uh, check yeah, them I think out. They're adding Persona like next month, right? Yeah, next month, uh, Persona Five Royal is coming to Xbox and PC and Switch and PS Five, and then uh, God fucking um, friend of the show Kyle- October twentieth. Yeah, friend of the show uh, Kyle Stevenson tweeted at me when uh, Atlas put out the collector's edition for PS5 or for Persona 5 Royal. And, I, and I'm like, bro, I've already got two collector's editions of this fucking game. I don't need a third one. Why? Why? Do I want it? Yes. Will I get it? I don't know. Maybe if it's like super cheap, because I know that um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, they're uh, collector's editions are actually pretty pretty cheap now uh because i think uh not the regalia that one's the more expensive one but the just base collector's edition i think that's going out for like uh let me chuck yeah it's only like 100 bucks maybe Depending on where you get it. Yeah, $100 for the collector's edition for Forbidden West. So if you want a dope ass statue, check it out. But, and I need to go back to Forbidden West. God, that game was so good. I I don't even know how far I am in that game. I, I want to say not halfway, but. There have been so many games that came out. I know that it feels like it's been a dry year, I, but I, I did like one of the three collectible things where you're getting the AI because I did the one that's in Vegas or supposed oh, yeah, to yeah. be Vegas. Yeah, I think I think I have all three of those AI. I just have to go back to the uh, to the to the West Coast. I think I'm about to about to hit San Francisco. Yeah, because I I did the first one and then I was just like exploring to find the better gear. Yeah, I'm I'm just like oh hey, there's a hub there, right on my. Velociraptor. Yep. God. Video games are cool. Yeah. And then we're getting God of War in two weeks in two months. So anyway, uh if that's gonna be it for you, man, I don't have anything else that I wanted to talk about. So uh let me double check what else is coming out on Game Pass. I'm curious for October. Uh 
I know that Plague Tale Requiem comes out on the 17th. Yes, I definitely uh, need to check that out. Scorn comes out on the 21st, which I'm actually really looking forward to because it reminds me a lot of like Alien, but like the messed up part of Alien, which is interesting. Every t- every time I see that game, it just gives me the the icks. It's like, really weird, but it, it's yeah. also like I think it's gonna be like a survival horror game kind of because yeah. there's like you have like guns and stuff, and there's like enemies that chase you. It's so I'm all- like yeah i every time i see it i'm uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie it's Um, it's interesting though because it's described as a first person horror adventure which i'm like we don't really have many of those yeah it's interesting that it's an adventure game but (laughs) i I mean most games now are adventure games quote unquote true yeah there's a there's a lot of good stuff god this fall is gonna be insane Plague Tale, Mario Rabbids, Persona, New Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands is one of the one of my favorite Telltale games. And God, it's so good. And I can't wait for it. Uh, Gotham Knights comes out that same day. Scorn. Um, Bayonetta. Modern Warfare 2. Why did they why did they go with Modern Warfare 2 when there's already a Modern Warfare 2? Uh whatever. Weird call, but okay. I mean, hell, uh Madden is gonna have a field day when they put out Madden 25 in 2013, and in two two, three years, they're gonna have to release Madden NFL 2025. Come on, naming. I know I understand that it was the 25th anniversary for of the game, but come on. You just screwed yourself with that. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for the day. Uh, you, Floyd? I, I think the next like big thing, which I'm also going to be streaming a lot of it when it comes out, is uh, Pokemon. I totally understand. The, the, new, the new Pokemon game looks very good. Yeah, yeah, it does. And they're and- also like, hey, just go explore the region. Like, Go fight the gym leaders in whatever order you want. If you even want to do that as the first story, because there's other ones too. Ooh. So, so you say you're going to stream it. Floyd, where were you going to go stream that at? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at, I'm just double checking to make sure this is the right one. Floyd Bishop three, uh, with underscores between the Bishop and three, but yeah. I stream probably like a couple times a week now. I'm still trying to figure out what my schedule is going to be because of school and stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, but I know that for sure. God of War, I'm streaming all of that when it comes out. Understandable. And uh, after that, if I have enough time to emotionally recover, uh, play Pokemon and then play a bunch of that. But where else could they keep up with you, Floyd? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FloydBishop3 as well. And you can find me at AfroCyborg on Twitter. Uh, I have no idea. I, I'm probably going to try to get back into streaming. I'm not 100% sure. Because, um, you know, life's been kind of hectic for me recently. But, uh, yeah. 
otherwise just fly, follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting out a bunch of uh, random bullshit because that's all I do now. Uh, and then you can find, uh, follow the show at grab the sticks on Twitter. Um, you know, like, like, share, subscribe, uh, come hang out with us. We're trying to grow this little thing. I'm going to, I want to get the show to a more consistent schedule. Uh, cause you know, we've been, I, I won't lie. I've kind of been lacking in, in the hosting things, but you know, I still, I still enjoy doing this and you know, I like talking about video games. So let's keep continue doing this and grow. This as take it till the wheels fall off, you know, mm. but anyways, thanks guys for listening. Uh, and play some goddamn video games. God. Mm. Have a good one, guys. See ya.